0: through the Jobber app that we're using. I worked, uh, I'm working on getting cost goods lower and I strongly feel the time houses due to slow employees is the reason timing was my solution. But today when I reminded them yet again to set them. So don't, again, we talked about that earlier inadvertently. I wouldn't remind anyone to do anything if they don't turn in a paycheck. And again, <laughs> to be clear, just to be clear, guys, I'm not saying you steal their money. You're absolutely going to give them the money you're owed. Please, when I say I don't pay them, I'm not like stealing from them. I'm making them fix the problem before they get paid. And I'm as long as it's legal in my thing, I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, you know, say Omero didn't fill out his timesheet and everyone else gets their paycheck. And Omero's like, where's my paycheck? I'm like, it wasn't complete. And he's like, well, I need you to, I need, I'm like, I'm not doing anything. You, you figure it out. Well, I don't know how to call job. I don't know. It's not my problem, but, or whatever I'm going to do, I'm going to make it where it's a pain in their ass, not a pain in my ass. And as long as it's legal in my state, like don't do anything illegal. I'm just going to say, I'm not going to run a special payroll for you, dude. And I would just put it on the next payroll. And I'm not trying to be a dick oh, yeah. about it. They, they need to, you know what I'm saying? Like just, I just told you, pain is the best teacher. If I'm like, it's okay, O'Mar. Yeah. Here's the money, cash from my wallet. And also, how often, how much is it? What is the likelihood O'Mara is going to start filling out his time? Zero. But if he doesn't get paid, then he goes through a bunch of headache. And it's got to be a couple of weeks. And again, I don't know if that's legal or not. Obviously, we're not trying to screw anyone. It's probably very state I say, do the legal thing. But I'm mm-hmm. honestly, if... If they're gonna get litigious on me, I'm like, here's your check and it's your last one. Get the hell out. Like if someone's like, I didn't fill out my timesheet and now I demand that you pay me a thing immediately and run a special payroll, the ball's on that guy. I will here is your payroll and it's the last one you'll ever get for me. Does that make sense?
1: I yes, it does. And I am having issues with them for getting the clock in and out, but this is a timer for when they get into each house. They start the timer and they end the timer so that I know how long they're spending in each house. Yeah, no, there's two um, issues.
0: There's, I understand you're okay, going to okay. Yeah, I'm not saying that was all the Okay, gotcha. Got but you can't okay. get to the second issue if you don't have the first. So if they're not clocking, <laughs> if you have bad data or no data or, or incomplete data, we, we, how do we fix the cost of goods sold? So that has to get fixed before okay. we get to problem two. So I'm not saying problem two didn't exist. I'm okay. saying problem two we can't even talk about until we have data. Then we can talk about okay. not liking the data or how to fix the data. So... Here's the thing I want to encourage, and I'm not, just hear me out till the end, and I'm okay if you're like, none of those are the case for me. 85% of the time, this is the case. I didn't give enough time for the job, or I gave enough time for the job making two or three assumptions. One, every cleaner is the best cleaner ever and as good as me and completely efficient, which is almost never the case. Two, the circumstance is always right. It's never raining or snowing or 150 degrees out and all the stuff there, and those are just... And if you manage to those, you probably, if you've got a decent team, if you want to be with them and watch them and just like freaking crack the whip every all the time, you can make them comply as long as you're physically in the space with them. As soon as you are not physically in the space with them, well, everything just goes back to normal. I don't want to be in the space with them with that kind of relationship. And I certainly don't want to do it for a non-permanent result. So first and foremost, I check, is this a reasonable assumption? And the assumption is not me and Marie and I'm the best cleaner ever. or I'm the second best and she's the best and we can do this thing in an hour. So we put down an hour if everything goes right. It's like, that's probably an hour 20, right? So I'm going to go for whoever the average cleaners are, good, decent cleaners. And that's the time. And I'm going to assume that every now and again, the client wants something extra and only takes five or 10 minutes. And we're just going to be cool because we charge enough money to throw in a little extra when they need it. So that's what I'm going to make sure that the time I've allowed assumes that these aren't my best cleaners and this isn't their best day. And- Things are going to go wrong, and that's not going to double the time. It's not going to take. If it's a two people take two hours, it's not going to be like, well. Now two people take three hours. It's like no two people. I'm going to give them two hours and fifteen minutes. It's not a big deal, and all that does is raise the price. But again, if it's the right customer, they get it. You know, you're like, well, you can either pay me to sit here with a whip cracking it, and that'll save you money on the labor side, but raise the money on the management side, so it doesn't save you any money, or I can only be always like, we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. And if you ever need anything, shut up. We don't have any time. And we don't want that. We just charge enough money. Mm -hmm. We're here for you. Right. So that, that price raise, that small increase in price isn't screwing the customer for the right customer. They are like, yeah, I I want this done right. And I don't want to be chintzy. Like, let's just get it. Let's just do the job properly. So that would be my first thing. Second thing is I give everyone a 10 or 15% buffer, right? So if the, say Omero's dead nuts average, he's not good. He's not bad. He is like perfectly the median cleaner. And it would take him two jo- two hours and it takes consistently Misa two hours and 10 or 15 minutes. And Maria, she's a rock star. She gets done an hour 50. I'll just pay that pay. Right. That's part of the bonus of, um, you know, their, their bonus is like, how quickly do you do the jobs? So I would just look at it in that first, get the, I'm just clocking in. Cause that's, that's indicative of a problem, right? If they're like, I can't even clock in or out. That's not indicative yeah. that they're going to be- cleaner. So I I wouldn't, I know you're like, well, there's completely unrelated. I'm like, I doubt it. The guy that is going to, you're like, do this very detail oriented job, which is really what it is. And then they're like, I can't clock in or out, which is not, which that's the, you know what I'm saying? If they can't handle that, but you're like, but do a really good job Mm -hmm. cleaning this 3000 square foot house. It's like (laughs) just, and I'm not saying they're bad humans. They just might need, a different. like, I would be bad at clocking in and out and doing detail oriented jobs, but because I'm a core values match and I gave you my word, I'm, I'm real and I want to help out and I do want to have fun. And I don't think it's very fun to be a liar or a cheater or do a shitty job at things. I would force myself. I'm a bad cleaner. I would be a bad mix for that, but because the core value match is good, I would overcome it. And I'd probably leave with notice after three or four months of being miserable, but well, I was there I do a good job. Do you see how the core values are so much more important than the skill? Yes. Whereas oh is the opposite. He's the best cleaner in the world, but we have no core values match. I guess he could do a good job, but no one's going to want to work with him. He's going to be a pain in the ass. You know, it's we're going to have other shrapnel that I'm not in, that you're not interested in. Does that make sense?
1: It does make sense. Um, I think also too, they're a little, they're um, the team that was working together. They're a husband and wife and the, the wife is my friend. And, you know, they've been helping out for over a year now. And I, I know that they don't want to be in the car anymore. So I'm just trying to find a way I need to, you know, get with you you know, maybe next week on how to like strategize that. Do you like, I, you know, let one of them go first. because I I fear that they're going to quit at the same time. And then I'm going to be like, oh, two cleaners at once.
0: So. Well, again, just like I was telling Marie, I'm guessing you actually have a different problem. Um, How many hours a week are your average? How many, how many hours a week do you have to clean? And how many cleaners do you have?
1: Um, I have, it's forty forty 40 hours a week. 45 hours a week. Totally. I, I figured it out last
0: night. Okay. Yeah. And how many, how many cleaners do you have?
1: Two.
0: Oh, there's a the problem. So yeah, you just, your problem is you just need more people. Like the same thing, you got the same exact problem as Marie. You just yeah. need to hire, you just need to hire four new people and whatever happens to them happens.
1: Okay.
0: So yeah, same thing. You only have two cleaners okay. and you're hundred percent dependent okay. on how can you make a good core values met? You know, they're, they're in charge okay. your, at this point. You're not
1: okay yeah. all right you so just hired keep hired hiring that. and have that that, that back up and
0: then yeah you, the backup, just start start yeah just start diluting them so there's now four cleaners working 12 hours a week and then if any one or two quit no problem okay all yeah, right 80, yeah 80 mm-hmm. percent of the coaching is regardless of the question the answer is raise prices or hire more people so there, there you go <laughs> and do the core values Easy. that's it right. Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, as a viewer or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. All right, questions. I have five inter- clients doing a working interview. God bless you. Can I just take them all with me and give them different tasks and trainers Is that too much? So what you can do and what I'd recommend you do are a little different. Um, can you train five at a time? I would never have a trainer, like not me do five ever, ever, ever. Like two's my jam threes. I, I, one, I don't like, cause it's, you're not leveraging it. So two's ideal for someone that's done it a lot. I could go three, four seems like a lot, um, Five would be not ideal. I would probably honestly, because again, keep in mind guys, when you're training people, you only want to do like two or three hours a day. Like you do not want them like cranking out a bunch of work. So I'd probably just stagger them. Like have two come with me for one job and then go home. Like they'd work a couple hours and then three come with me for another job and they only do a couple hours. Um, Cause everyone says they can clean and they do it I'm like, oh, this is harder than I thought. So you want it to be easy and enjoyable. And if they hit like a five or six hour shift their first day, which you're like, that's nothing. Be a new person. It's something. Um, and it also leads to wanting more, not being overwhelmed. So I would stagger it. I'd pick two for one, you know, 60 minutes at the minimum, right. I, they're going to, I would get frustrated if my first day was like, you know, 43 minutes. So I'd like that 90 minutes to two hours, two and a half at the most, um, find one or two jobs that do that. And then I'd just stagger it with the next guy. Does that make sense before I go on the rest of your question?
1: Uh, yeah. Uh, the jobs are not like really long. Like they're pretty like, um,
0: well, even if you have to do two No,
1: that, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, even if you have whatever the number of jobs is, it doesn't matter. Just make yeah. sure the full shift is ideally 90 minutes to two and a half hours. And then if you're like, okay. hey, you guys start at five and you guys start at eight, it's like, okay. And that's a pain in the ass for you. It's not something I want you doing forever. But if you clean, if you train five people, you know, in a week and you have that big of a pain in the ass. And keep in mind, their next step is to train the next the next group. So you shouldn't you do this ideally in a, in a perfect world once. Okay, good. So that I missed that was not the coaching is to increase your hiring funnel. Well, more and obviously when you're training, more core values, but still, uh, I missed that one. Second, as also one of the candidates has experience in cleaning, door-to-door commission, sales, and is passionate about technology and apps. Wonder if I could possibly hire him for sales maybe advice. Um, you're com- your commercial, right? Yeah, yeah. You let's just have you doing sales, girl. Like a good month for a commercial might be four bids. Like that's a good month what are you going to hire someone to do and i'm no offense and i'm okay with cleaners doing measuring by the way so like if i'm traveling i'm not going to have my company stop doing jobs i will do a zoom call to do the 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 conversation that we teach you to have and i'll just send somebody it could just be a cleaner to measure and like report back so i know how long it's going to take but the physical sales i will do that over zoom and again that might be a 20 to 40 minute call and you might on a great month get four of those in a month so why are we no, I wouldn't hire anybody for that. And again, if your average okay. job's 2,500 bucks a month and they stay three years, that's a hundred thousand, that's $90,000. Like, no, I'm not going to trust a $90,000 lifetime value to somebody other than myself, unless they're a great seller. Okay. certainly someone that's willing to clean. No offense. If a guy's a real salesperson, yes. he can clean toilets. So that would be like okay. me going, yeah, I'm a really good coach, but I'll come clean for you, do landscaping, whatever you need. You're like, that doesn't sound like, it. if you were really good at coaching, you probably wouldn't do landscaping, man. Uh, and there's no shame yeah. in landscaping. Just uh, you would be, I am suspect of someone applying for a cleaner job of like, I could also take out your tonsils. I'm a doctor. Like, are you? Like, <laughs> that sounds, that sounds fishy. All right. Um, did that make sense before we go on to your last question? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me say say it. it's just that like, um, I, sometimes I ask them about like what they're passionate about, uh, cause I kind of want to know, like, um, you know, what really moves you. So it's just something like skills acquired. So I was just thinking of, you know, like how I could possibly use his skills like in other areas,
0: but that makes sense. And I want them to grow, by the way. So here's, here's what I used to do, which I, and I think a lot of you do, and let me tell you how you can do it in a way that I think is a little more effective. And Marie actually did this, I think, well, um, from what I, from what she told me. I used to be so appreciative when I had some, cause you know, we're all entrepreneurs and we love coaching and building teams. And we see someone that's, that's why I love you guys. Like I get excited when I see people have potential. I'm like I love helping. And that's, I think who you guys are with your team. The problem is um, if I had a bunch of knuckleheads in here that weren't going to get any better, I'm not doing them a service and I'm going to get frustrated. Same thing. If you've got like, oh, I'm going to teach this guy or whatever. And he's like, I could be an Instagram guru. And it's like, well, let's be honest. A, he's not, cause he doesn't have any training. He's like, basically saying, Let, you, you, you pay you pay me, for me to learn on your dime and on your Instagram channel. I'm like, no, I'm not interested in that, dude. Um, so I think because I like them, I try to hammer, you know, shoehorn them into a place they don't fit. That didn't work or try and be like, I'm a cleaning company. I've got to have upward mobility. They've got to be able to get promoted. And like, they're not, there's just not a lot. If you see the way we have it, it's flat. You can run a multi-million dollar company with the top paid guy making, you know, 20, 25 bucks an hour. Sales pressure would be the only one that would make more. Um, and rarely is a good salesperson gonna be a good cleaner. And it's, I'm not gonna train them on my dime to be, I want someone that already knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved from, I've gotta be the one to like, have you upwardly mobile with all sorts of room for advancement in my company, you're a cleaner, right? Like Walmart, you know, I doubt that the president of Walmart's like, I started as a cleaner, maybe start as a VP or so, you know, <laughs> middle management, but you know, very few I'm guessing are cashiers that raised up and if they are good, they're a multi-billion dollar company, we are not. Mm-hmm. So I moved that from, I am still going to pour into you and help you get better. So when you leave here, you hopefully get a much better job. So maybe you left here, you came here with this skill set, and I encouraged you and poured into you and you grew as a human being. And when you felt like go to speed on a team and you had a great experience and you didn't leave here for another $15 an hour job, you went here for a $60,000 an hour. job. You know what I'm saying? Like you really took a big step up and, you know, I hopefully helped you incubate to become that. So that way you can still pour with people, but you don't have to let them learn on your dime.
1: Okay. Yeah. That makes
0: sense. And I'm not saying you can't do it. This isn't a deal breaker, like not having, you know, wrong cost to get sold or bad core value. Like you could do it. It just, it rarely, rarely works. And I'm trying to get you as quickly as possible to your goals. So if you really love the guy and you're like, this is more because I want to do it and it's probably not great for my business, that's okay. But if you're like, no, I want to do this best for the business, then this is almost never it. Like you'll do that 20 times and one and a half times it'll work out in 19 18 and a half times, it'll bite you in the ass. Uh, okay. Last question. Do you recommend running storage in your office space? Use it for meeting, keeping supplies, equipment? Yeah. Absolutely. So, well, it depends. Um, if you're commercial, so there's a, only a couple of things I'm going to do. Group interviews, um, one-on-one interviews, weekly meetings, monthly party, quarterly reviews. Those are really the the, the time because weekly meetings are where they take supplies, right? So that's the the weekly meeting would, be, would need to be where the supplies are stored. So, depending on my clients. If I had a big janitor's club that they'd let me use and I could meet there, I could do that. Um, If there's like a Regis, like shared office space that had a little warehouse, I could do that. Um, A storage unit is okay, but it's kind of hard to have the weekly meeting there. It depends on the weather. Like if you're in a place where the weather, I mean, you're in California, so that actually could be okay. But if it's raining, that makes for a shitty, you know, uh, weekly meeting. So yes, I would make arrangements for, I would not rent, like sign a lease for a place, right? I want to make sure like the weekly meetings are going to be wherever the place is. Where sorry, wherever the supplies are. If my janitorial supply company is central and has a decent place, I'm like, I'm buying all my supplies here. All my people are going to come up and pick up your crap. Can we just hang out in a little conference room for 20 minutes or something? I mean, you know, once a week, I'll have it there. So yeah, be creative. Whatever works for you. I, I you, you, Some people want to do it at their house. That wouldn't be me. I, I would have people to my house individually, but just as respect to my neighbors, and it's just weird. Be like, hey, everyone, we're meeting my house. So my house would not be an option. You could, I wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, there's there's offices by the hour, there's offices by the hour that you can receive mail there, some offices by the hour that you can receive mail and have an answering service. I'd probably separate them because the answering service is better at that and offices are better at that together. They're, they're probably not as good. Same with software, they're like, oh, we also do answering service. I'm like, nah, I'll just I'll just hire an answering service. Um so yeah, I would make arrangements. Um, but I like for I like for the um one the group interviews, I like as, you know, somewhere they have coffee and sugar. For the one-on-one interviews, if I had an office, I'd do it there. Um, for the weekly meetings, I would do it wherever the supplies are. And like I said, you could do it on a job site if you're a commercial, you could do it. You could rent a little place, you know, hourly or just you know, make it arrangement, which is, you just need a warehouse and a place to meet. For the monthly parties, I'm probably just gonna do those at restaurants or something like that. And then the quarterly reviews, I'd probably just do it at the same coffee house I did the one-on-one interviews because it just feels casual and it's a better environment. So short answer is yes. I don't love storage rooms, just spaces because it just feels a little janky, but it's not the end of the world. Like if you did that, it wouldn't be terrible. Just it would, a storage unit is probably the quickest, easiest thing. And I'd kind of keep my eyes open for a better scenario, so to speak, but a storage unit, especially um, where the weather's mild, right? You know, if it's freezing cold, it's snow and people are frozen. you can't, you know, you can't do it Or Phoenix. is 115 out. You're trying to get people to do a meeting. That's that's not great, um, but if you're yeah. if you're in California, storage unit might not be a bad deal. Did they answer your question?
1: Yeah, I just really want to see like if I can eventually um, maybe not do it out of like um, my parents' place because that's what right now I'm using the garage. But
0: same with home, I, don't do that. Your home, your parents' home, any home, don't do that.
1: <laughs> yeah, that that's what, I kind of want to move out of kind of that. Um, and that I should
0: just, be able to happen within two or three weeks, girl. Like literally, just go, just Google right now. Office by the hour or office rental, and many of them will have little warehouses, or just call your jam toral supply company and go, could we just come pick up our supplies from you? You have them ready for our people, you know, you just bill me for them every month. You have a little place I can meet. Or if you've got one of your offices, that would be a they'd be okay. But, you know obviously don't do it behind their back. Let them know, hey, do you mind if we have our weekly meeting? And if it's a place like a gym or a restaurant where they're like, I want foot traffic, they're probably okay with that. Um, but yeah, there's there are offices that you can rent by the hour. And some of them, I'm sure, have a little because you really need just need like a five by five. Like you don't need the warehouse for crying out loud. You just need like a five by five, 10 by not even a 10 by 10, just to store your stuff. Or if you get a, yeah, you just need a little storage and a little office, and they just have to be really close to each other. And you could even, if there's a, if there's a, you know at some point just be resourceful but you could even if there's like a a rental place by the hour and a storage unit like 5 minutes away or 2 minutes away you could see what i'm saying like yes your mom's house would be the last or my house or my house or my family's house would be way down at the bottom so that's not a hard okay. just like i was telling marie that's not a like in the next couple months it's like you could have that done by tuesday like just make some call an hour of you trying to figure it out i'm very confident you'll figure it out
1: okay thank you
0: and you could even if you want to get real crazy um, like if there's a coffee house that you like that has, cause most coffee houses will have some sort of storage area. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if there's a place that you find that's perfect, you're like, Hey, we're going to meet here anyway. I'll give you a, you know, $400 a month off your bill. If you want us to clean, um, just, you know, provide coffee and let us store or something like that. You can always, always be creative and stuff like that. Or same with the hourly rental place, right? If whatever it is, like, Hey, if we clean up, if we come here and be your cleaning service, I'll take, you know, I'll give you a dollar for dollar, right? If it's 1500 bucks a month and you would charge me 200 1300 bucks a month it is and that might be enticing to the right person.
1: Okay. Thank you.
0: Well, here we are, the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job.